0: I know i wasn't the only one jamming to montel williams montel williams montel jordan sorry montel williams is a host tv host tv personality montel jordan is the rapper singer songwriter anyway this is how we do it good morning happy monday oh it's gonna rain in the elm it's dreary Get used to it, people. Today is that day. But the last couple of days have been
1: really, really,
0: really nice. We've had a good streak of good weather. Beautiful. Good morning. If you tuned in, it's around nine o'clock. You got me, Babs Rolls Ivy. Welcome to Love Babs Love Talk. I'm so glad you tuned in. Whether you're like uh, Joanne Scully getting in your car and racing to work, (laughs) I know Joanne's like, when she sees me, she's going to be like, please stop calling my name out. Happy anniversary to uh, Malik and uh, Nico, and happy birthday to Nile, and uh, welcome to New Haven dad, her dad, who is quite good-looking, I must say. Welcome to New Haven. Uh, let's see. The Elm City Lit Fest was lit. Had a good time Saturday. The weather could not have been more perfect. And I'll tell you what the highlights were. I love that they had a stage outside. There were outside performances. Because I never went inside to catch a workshop. And my intent was well, my intentions was to catch all the workshops. But the weather was just supremely wonderful that I stayed outside and watched all the performers. You know, the singing, the spoken word. I stayed outside and watched all that. Um but I when I did go inside, uh, I saw uh Karen um doing all the art character work she's so talented she did a wonderful character of uh uh ife but uh she is um she is commissioned to do my portrait for my birthday so she's working on she's doing my portrait i'm excited because you know 60 uh and then the other hit was the poet i mean the uh puppet maker oh lord i guess he had a couple of sessions in each session it was just children Hanging on his every word. <laughs> he was such a hit. And then and then the young Mr. Isaac uh, Bloodworth was fanboying because <laughs> he is in the space with another black puppeteer. I think there was like three of them that yesterday Saturday. So it was really, really uh it was a really nice thing to see. And uh all the vendors, I bought way too many books. Which I don't even if that's a thing, I don't even know if it's a thing. So uh so I bought books um from Bam Books and I had already bought books from Lauren and I mean it was a great it was a beautiful day. It was a wonderful day for community. Uh the food trucks were good, I had Jamaican food, although I needed to I I really should have went from um Beyond Salt. I should have went there <laughs> because somebody had the salmon and it looked so, so, so good. But I didn't get that. I just had a hankering for some Caribbean food. So that's what I got. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I, I had class on Saturday. Let me back this thing up. That way, that way, I'm very clear. I could talk credibly about what I did. Um, I don't think we did anything Friday night. I don't, I don't, I didn't recall going anywhere Friday night, but I could be really, really wrong. Saturday went to my uh, law school academy stuff, got out of there a little after 12, made my way to Elm City Lit Fest. I stayed there all day, all day, and uh, it was great. I saw Eric Clemens. Of course, I saw Henry Fernandez because he runs LEAP over there uh i saw a lot of people i saw Burl bailey who i had seen in a, a very long time um so it was really nice to see her uh to catch up a little bit um i saw a lot of people that i hadn't seen in a while that they were there just you know peddling their books and uh and their wares and their jewelry and all of that kind of stuff so it was a nice it was a nice little uh indoor vibe um And then I was, uh, uh, so yeah. So, so that was Saturday and then we all gathered over at E for like a little celebration after party, which was nice. Drank some good liquor. Oh Lord have mercy, mercy. Have Moses too, but have mercy. So we drank some good liquor. That was great. It wasn't a terribly late night. Uh, Got up Sunday, was chill. It was a very chill Sunday. Um, Ife and uh, her cousin Dwayne brought me some donuts from Neils, because Neils makes vegan donuts, Glees, and they are fabulous. Like, you don't even know that they're not vegan. You won't even know. And they have a huge selection of donuts. Like, they do Boston Creek, I mean, they do all the things that are vegan. And you don't even know You just think, if you go in there and just buy those donuts, you wouldn't even know they were vegan donuts. You would just like, oh, just donuts. Um, So, yeah, then we went to the symphony, to the Afternoon Symphony. We went to see Joel Thompson um, debut um, his piece inspired by James Baldwin. So we went to see that. um, And it was fantastic. And it was a wonderful um, it was a wonderful afternoon of music. And uh uh Joe Thompson did the uh did the oration over his own composition. And uh it was just beautiful. So we we were there for that. And uh let's see, I wanna I wanna call it what it is. Um I'm, uh, let me pull it up real quick. And then, um, uh, and then we stayed for the talk back that was hosted by uh, Dr. Siobhan uh, Carter. Uh, and, uh, and that was such a good conversation. And, uh, and I got to meet um, Alistair's husband who I had not met before all this time. I've not met him. So it was nice to have him because uh, he lives in San Francisco they live in San Francisco so it was really nice to sort of have him in the space and uh, uh awaken the sleeper and uh and uh Joel Thompson is the uh, composer in residence at the New Haven Symphony and he's also the uh uh composer and symphony re- residence at I want to say Houston Houston too and uh but it was just a wonderful 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 uh, he, afternoon of music, and even though the music was rooted in social justice reflection, the second piece too, which was a Russian piece about the beginning of the Russian Revolution, uh, it all worked and fit, and uh, it was just uh, uh so it was Joe Thompson to awaken the sleeper that its New England premiere. And then the Dmitry uh, Shostakovich uh, Symphony Number no. 11, the year 1905. And it was such a wonderful story. I love that Alistair Neal, Maestro Alistair Neal, sort of walked us through what we will be hearing and, and how this music is the story. It was just amazing. And to have Joel uh, recite Baldwin pieces over his piece was really something. And I love that the symphony had... Uh, these partnerships that I, I need more organizations to have these kinds of partnerships. Like they partnered with BAM book. And if y'all know Nise, um, she is a mobile bookseller. You could go online and uh, order her books and she'll bring them to you. Like she'll drive to your house, put them in your mailbox or leave them at your door or whatever. And I'm such a fan girl of her, such a fan girl. But anyway, she was there selling she had all the Baldwin books like all of them like every last one of them and people were buying them and it was it was nice because if you've not read Baldwin this was your opportunity to immerse yourself it's your opportunity so she was selling them and t-shirts Baldwin t-shirts so it was re- it was a really nice it was a really nice event um it was it was just it was not it was better than nice and then to have sharon carter in conversation with um Joel thompson and you know it's like two intellects right like because he 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 is a real he is of that vein a public intellectual and she definitely is a public intellectual and uh and to see them to talk You know, talk that highbrow talk, man, I was just sitting there like, this is so good. I I felt like somebody needed to bring me a cocktail so I could be fully, I mean, there was wine, but I didn't want to go across the hall, room, all the way across the room to go get some, because I was so enamored of the conversation. And it was just such a rich conversation. And I I will say this, there have been rich conversations with Joel for the last several days. I believe it started, I believe I kicked it off with the conversation I had with him and Alistair on 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 my set. And then he had a wonderful conversation with Juanita Austin at Elm City Lit Fest, which I missed, but I knew it was going to be fabulous. As I said, I was sitting outside and I didn't, (laughs) I'm sorry. I did not want to leave outside because it felt so good and I didn't want to go inside, but I knew that the conversation was going to be rich because Juanita is a curator of artistic expression. So I knew she would handle him and he would be, so uh giving to her um his brain trust so no it didn't start with me it started with um um joe having a conversation with clifton graves uh that the new haven symphony did at uh the stetson library inside the q house at, at the q house and um uh, and so they began that conversation so joe so with each conversation you know we are getting immersed in the james baldwin experience and, I mean, that's, I love the richness of that. Like, James Baldwin deserves all our attention like that. Like, not just one conversation, but, like, eight conversations. <laughs> and everybody, everybody sharing a Baldwin uh, uh, thought. You know, everybody sharing uh, a Baldwin interpretation. Everybody, like, moving through Baldwin, like, he is, like, so relevant. Because he is. So, I just... I just enjoyed all all of it. It was such a good look. And let me and I will tell you this: I noticed New Haven Symphony Orchestra that there was a lot of people of color at that symphony yesterday,
1: and I saw a lot of people with their children,
0: and it was nice. Now there are some people that, who go to the, who go to this stuff and don't know how to, don't know how to be in the space. Well, that's all right, because the more they come, the more they learn how to be in that space, you know, and, and by space, I mean, something other than uh, a Tyler Perry play or something other than talk back, something other than, uh, you know, you have to sit and be with this music and it was wonderful, it was rich, it was such a richness, it really was, you know, I, I loved everything about it. But then I'm a fan of the symphony, you know why? Because I love live music, I love live music, and to see those uh, those talented musicians just play their hearts out is a big deal, you know. Um, it's a big deal, and uh, I was uh, I was impressed, and I and I'm a fan of the symphony. I really am, and I became a fan. When I started taking my kids to the free con- free family concerts, this is how I came to the symphony, to so the free family concerts. With, I would bring my children. My children were funny. I was like, "Mom, we know you get tickets to other concerts." <laughs> because they were, I would take them to, I would take them to the symphony, and I would take them to the Duke Ellington jazz concert series too, and they would go. And then they then they come to light. Like, by the time we left, they were like. You know, we, they show up and they'd be like, okay, it's my mother's madness. But then when we left, they were like, okay, I
2: really liked that.
0: <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. For, I liked it. I didn't hate it. I was like, okay, kids. So that was that was Sunday. And then and then after we just rolled over to Rawa for dinner, we were going to Madhari's, Um but they weren't open. So we just went to Rawa and had dinner, which is always nice. It's always nice to go to Rawa for dinner. Uh, you know, that Mediterranean food is really good. So um so yeah, and then and then we just called it a night. it was a wonderful, wonderful day. Happy birthday to uh Ruby Ruby uh Melton's uh wife Gail. Happy birthday, Gail. Today is Gail's birthday. <laughs> I wish her happy birthday yesterday because I knew I wasn't gonna see her today. Um so and uh so I was like, happy birthday. And uh but she seems she seems well and uh she's got some information on uh uh she got some information on volunteering because she's gonna be retiring in a little bit. So it's what Gail McAvey. Gail McAvey, happy birthday. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday, Gail McAfee, happy birthday, I make a big deal out of my birthday, I do, and and so because I make a big deal out of my birthday, I just, I just believe that everybody else does too, (laughs) they don't. But I just, I just act as if they do. So happy birthday, Gail McAvoy! So I'm doing another wedding, uh, December thirtieth. A soror of mine is getting married, and they called me up and asked me if I would marry them, and I said, "You absolutely right. I am marrying you." So I believe it's, uh, I believe it's uh, the thirtieth. I believe that's the day they want to get married. I believe it. So anyway, we're going to talk at the end of the week to see if we can get some time. Because, you know, I love my favorite thing is to marry people. It is my favorite thing. It is my absolute favorite thing is to marry people. and I cannot wait to do this wedding. I can't. I just can't wait. So I am marrying people. I'm in that business. (laughs) I got to go find my, my certificate. See, when I'm done marrying people, if I get renewed. I hope I get renewed, because I love doing it. It's my favorite thing. So, yes. So, I am marrying Soror and her beau uh, come December. So, I'm excited about that. I am really excited by that. So, um, yesterday was the uh, anniversary of my nephew's passing. And uh, it was quite painful. Not as painful as when I first got the news, but You know, it's hard to impress upon people that I love that child so much, like so very much. When he arrived into the world, I was right there and uh, and he's been my baby. I mean, he just, you know, it's I don't even I don't dwell on it because the the pain is 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 almost unreal to me. That level of. I I can't even think about it, but I, I thought I would say it out loud today. Um, just because I sent my brother, it's his son, my brother, Michael's son. I sent my brother a text yesterday. I could have called my brother. I didn't want to call him. I just, I just didn't want to talk about it, but I wanted to. And I know if this is hella painful for me, it's got to be excruciating for my brother, Mike, Michael Rawls. It's got to be excruciating because I know, I know what he did for that boy and I know how he raised him, and I know how he took care of him, and I know how he he put him on the back of his bike as a baby and and rode him from place to place. I I know how he took care of him. I know how my nephew, he would see his father's coat hanging at my mama's house, and he'd go looking for his father. (laughs) I I know something of, I know something about that, and it's a it's a kind of loss, and you know my brother Robert really steps into my mother 's role in terms of keeping us connected to story and events and stuff he is He is very much my mother in that regard and uh and I think people think it would be a natural thing for me to do, but i I'm never good at that um kind of thing, but my brother Robert is very good about remembering. Um, dates and stuff, and and reminding us, and and so my brother called me yesterday and he said, you know, it's a tough day, and because it, it had really slipped my mind, I knew it was coming, but I didn't know, I, you know, time or place, here or there. I just I knew it was coming, but I thought I would know when it came, but I didn't. So my brother Robert called and said, hey, you know, and he talked to him. You know, my my brothers are very very close to each other, and and we are in turn close to each other I mean we are we are very very close like I don't talk to my brother Mike every day I talk to my brother Robert once twice three times a week I don't talk to my brother Mike that much but that's because my brother Mike doesn't require it <laughs> but I send him messages <laughs> but I didn't want to talk to him yesterday because I knew if, if it was hard for me it was unbearable for him and I didn't want to I didn't want to intrude in that moment of his mourning so I sent him a text and I said, you know, I miss our boy. I said, I know this day is tough for you, but I miss our boy so much. And, and I just left it at that. Uh, because I do, I do miss my nephew. Like I, I can't even tell you, um, how painful it was to have gotten that news and how struck I was, you know, by, by it. And You know, as someone this age, uh, I always believed that my nieces and nephews and my children would bury me. I I believe that. I live for that. That is the natural order of things, that they would bury me. I never thought I would have to see any of my nieces and nephews or my children uh, I have to lay to rest. And that that alone is... uh, little disconcerting considering that uh, I I don't, I don't understand it and I get it. You know, I'm a woman of great faith. I I am. And uh, I get it. And I'm always uh, in love with the mysteries of the movement of God. Um, But then, you know, when I think about all the people in my family that have gone on, I'm convinced that they have prepared a place for my nephew and he has reconnected to his grandmother and to my cousins and aunts and uncles that he is with them, with the ancestors, you know. And however far back our people go, I'm sure he is getting a taste of uh, his namesake, Jerome, his grandfather on my mother's side and all of that. So so that, that I think, gives me great solace. Great comfort gives me great comfort. So, Duda, you are missed. You are a beautiful baby, and I loved the man that you have become. You have come full circle, and you have become a wonderful father and a husband. And um, and it was a joy to sort of see you grow, always grow. And you, like my mother, your grandmother, was a good kept, stood in the role of holding family together. You did a good job. Good job. So, uh, so yeah. So, anyway, I miss my nephew very, very much. And uh, I don't think I'll ever be the same. I, I just won't. On the other side, my niece Tiyama had a baby, another baby. Uh, and we are uh, welcoming of the newest blessing to our family. And, uh, she, you know, she's married and got a whole bunch of kids. <laughs> it's amazing to see which children that we raise grow up to have more children. And then I believe my niece, Kaya, is having a baby. My brother, Robert, who is the keeper of the family stories now, Um he sent me a beautiful picture of Kaya, who was another one of my, I mean, I love all my my nieces because I, you know, we spent so much time with these children. We literally spent so much time with them um, when they were little, little, little people. Um, so, uh, so she is having a baby and, uh, and he sent me the most beautiful picture of her uh, uh, pregnant. And so, so listen, life goes on. That's what we want. We want life to go on and go on it does. So
1: and y'all know how I wrote.
0: Where there is sadness, there is also celebration. We have the capacity to do all kinds of things. We have the capacity to to field all kinds of experiences. We have that. So you know. Oh, we're doing word on the street. Let's go. Oh, I'm so here for it. Who's doing it? (laughs) Let us go to the word on the street. Is this Paul? Is Paul on the street? Is Paul running up on people? I guess Paul will do it as long as there's no Jewish holiday to interfere. And I mean that in the best kind of way. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, let's get word on the street. Come on now. I'm here for it. I miss word on the street. I miss it. Bring it. Woohoo, we bring oh Paul Beasy is doing word on the street. He must be feeling good this morning. He must be feeling good. Must got some coffee. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry, not coffee. I don't think Paul's a coffee drinker. I think he's a teetotaler. So he must got some good tea in him, ready to hit these streets. Although, you know, Paul, we are a certain age. We're not gonna be out here in the winter. (laughs) So enjoy these 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 pleasant fall days. Get some word on the street. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I miss word on the street. So let's bring it. Let's see what what people are talking about in New Haven. Because God knows. Or wherever Paul is, I don't know. And you know, Paul walks everywhere. So, you know, he could be in the highways and the byways, up and down, Whaley. I, I can't even imagine. But this is part of the excitement for me with word on the street. I never know where people are. And i tell you, when we were doing this, for the time that we were doing it, I learned so much about my town. (laughs) So I'm just waiting for him to come back. It'll be word on the street. I know everybody's excited. We need some, we need an applause sound, Um, Harry. (sighs) Hey, word on the street, word on the street. We need one of these little rappers to create a a word on the street vibe for us, a mood. Word on the street, move, like a movement. Word on the street, mood. You need that. So, so yeah. So, I, I guess, they'll. I got the text. So, we'll see. It's only 9.35. I have guests at 10.15. You know, the Schubert Theater is doing this Elm City's Finest. And it is um, to celebrate local music, art, dance, and theater. Uh, so it's all local acts, local art exhibit, and uh and food, of course, because here in New Haven. You cannot have an event in New Haven and not have food. And if you don't have food at your event, are you even in New Haven? No. So uh um, so I'm excited. And I'm gonna be the MC for November November fifth. So I'm I'm gonna be the MC for this showcase. I'm excited to do it. And then November fifth, I'm gonna slide over to the Omni for the Lynx Gala. Let me tell you something. The Lynx really know how to throw a good party. Them and them girlfriends, they throw a good party. I must say. The the, the girlfriends, they throw a good party. So, all right.
2: So here we go. Are we back on Word on the Street? Hey, Paul Beasy. Unmute yourself. All right. Okay. Hi, Babs. How you doing? Good
0: morning. How are you?
3: Good. Um, I'm going to turn this around because we got Patrick and Bam Bam this morning (laughs) on the Edgewood Mall (laughs) with the word on the street. Hello. Hi, Patrick. How you doing? Hi, how you doing? You're on with Babs Royals Ivy of
0: WNHH's
3: Love Babs, Love Talk.
0: How
4: you doing, Babs? Good morning. How you doing,
0: sir?
3: I'm doing pretty good. And, And Patrick's here with Bam Bam. He was just picking up after Bam Bam doing his morning business. What kind of dog is Bam Bam?
4: She's a shepherd.
3: She's She's such a a
4: friendly dog. Shepherd part uh kelp, yeah. And Patrick, what's the word on the street this morning? The word on the street for me is survival. Uh Surviving, getting another day. And you know, it's a tough life we're living in right now. Tough times we're living in, so survival is my word.
3: So the first thing you do is you wait you walk bam bam?
4: I walk bam bam in the morning. We do our normal routine, we walk up bam bam and um I just basically just sit on my porch. I don't work no more, so I retired from working, so... Oh, that's good, right? Yeah, well, I can't do a lot of stuff, man. Due to my situation, mm-hmm. I'm pretty hurt pretty bad, so... Oh, I'm sorry. I just don't work no more, but uh, I got the dog here. So but
3: I, I see know. you sometimes when I walk into work. Which is your house over there?
4: Right here, that one. The yellow one? Yeah. That's a beautiful house. Thank you. Thank
3: and what did you retire from doing?
4: Well, I was uh, working, and um, I just time to got, got old. What do
3: you mean? What you do? What kind of work? Oh, what I do?
4: I work for Yale University. What you do? I did custodial work. All right. Now they had the union there, right? Yes.
3: So you get a pension.
4: Yes. All right. Yes. And were you there when they formed the union back in the day? No, I wasn't. But my my wife was. Uh huh. My wife. My wife is there thirty eight years.
3: Oh, and she's still working there. She's
4: still there, yeah. And what does she do? She does desk attendant. Uh huh. She works for the dining service. So a lot of
3: people say they want to work for Yale. Other people say they're mad at Yale. They should do more. What was it like being a worker for Yale?
4: Yale was terrible. Um, Yale was terrible. um... We did a lot of hard labor at Yale, man. It, it seemed like, you know, it seemed like with Yale University, the more the more time you put in, like the less they want to shoot you out. They, they really didn't have like a, how can I say it? Uh, they had good benefits. As far as the work morale and how can I say it? Um, it's not a good place to work. And where were you
3: custodian? What part of the university?
4: I worked for the med school. Uh huh. My, like the, my mom worked at the med school. Oh, what's your mother's name? Her, well, her name was Margaret Rawls. That sounds that sounds familiar. And well, uh, my Rawls and my aunt
0: familiar. my aunt Geneva Geneva Coleman was uh
4: that sounds familiar too.
0: Yeah, was her supervisor.
4: <laughs> yeah, Rawls sounds real familiar. Rawls, yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, uh, Yale at the end of the day, man, it, it's an okay company to work for because I thought it was all that. And when I got hired, I've seen stuff that was going on, and it's like the more years you give Yale, the like less they throw you out. So. I didn't like that part. But other than that, it was okay to work for him. But
3: so tell me time. about today now. You, how many day, times a day do you take um, Bam Bam out for a walk?
4: Well, it depends. It depends. I, I really can't put a, a pinpoint number on it, but it just depends. A lot of times, my, my little daughter walks, walks in my lot too. So I don't mm-hmm. walk them as much as she does.
3: And how old's your daughter?
4: She's uh, 17.
3: And she lives with you? Yes. And where does she go to school?
4: She goes to school at the uh, school, is they go to. The old Helen Grant School. Uh-huh. So we offer of a Street Park. Mm-hmm. Of course. She's seven or 17.
3: She's 17. 17. Yeah, okay. She's graduating
4: this year.
3: Okay. Okay. And, um, and so tell me
4: about you say it, it's hard for surviving these days. The word on the suit is survival. Tell me a little more about that. Well, so, uh, well, as far as this everyday life, man, since the pandemic in 2020, just my like, life is hard. For me, i my, my shoes. Life is hard. Um, it's, just, it's just life is tough right now. For me, I just think survival is the best thing. So survival is the word. For mm-hmm. me, survivors Just getting that extra day, telling God, thank you. It's just everybody's getting sick. All my friends are dying. Your friends thing. are dying? Yeah. From cancer. Uh a lot of friends that died from cancer, uh, mental health issues. A lot of mental health things, mental health issues going on. And a lot of people can't pinpoint it because how do you know if somebody's going with you know dealing with these kind of stuff? And we yeah. don't know. So a lot of my friends died from depression, uh, suicide, oh, stuff I like see. that. So Sorry.
3: that's why I said my word. So Patrick, you got the day ahead. What are you going to be doing? I see you sometimes sitting there on the porch.
4: I don't really do much, sir. I told you, my, my health is bad. Yeah. I don't do much, man. I walk the door every now and then basically stay home. I'm a boring person because I, I got a lot of I am too. I love being a boring person. I got to tell you, though, I don't mind being a boring person. Right, but I, I got my health issues from my right. job. It's like they, they don't compensate me. I'm fighting for something that I didn't want to happen. Oh, to so me.
3: you have to fight with them to pay you for injuries on the job?
4: Yes and no, but it's just... I don't know. It just see my. Like, they just throw you to the throw you to throw you to the wolves, man. Mm-hmm. I did do so many years at that place. You know, mm-hmm. it's like the more years you put in, you should be like commending them. Like, and you shit.
3: felt you weren't seen as a person.
4: Damn, there it is. Yep.
3: So when I'm asking about today, I'm actually asking a different kind of question. I'm asking, how do you buy your time? Do you watch Netflix? Mm-hmm. Do you talk to people on the street? Do you go
4: shopping? No, I don't do that either. I just I'm I'm you come to the farthest that dude in the world. I don't I don't do much. <laughs> I used to I two, I used to work two jobs. I did two jobs twenty years each, and I got hurt. So it's like,
3: what kind of injury was it? Me and that. Uh-huh.
4: So you paint a lot? All the time. All the time. So I, I, just, uh, I just try to keep, I get this dog here because I was gaining so much weight, man, because I was sitting around not doing nothing. But
3: yeah. So Bam Bam, something you take off a little weight? Yeah. How far yeah. do you take Bam Bam walking?
4: Not far, sir. Maybe, uh, maybe a half a block or blah. block.
3: This is nice here. They call this the mall. You know that? Yeah, have no, you heard know. that? What, what do you hear people calling it? This that big the island, land The thing. island. The island. The island, yeah. I like the island. Sometimes yeah. I've seen apples on that tree there. I have oh, seen the yeah. apples there. And yeah. some
4: of these bushes have, uh, don't even have cherries on them.
3: So uh-huh. For
4: a lot of birds. There's a lot of birds Night, They like to keep the uh, cherries on there.
3: So you know what I like about being born? I like sitting on my porch and just seeing what's happening on the street right. as people going by or even right. what, what's happening in the trees. The only spurs. thing I hate
4: about this neighborhood, I've been here for 25 years. Mm-hmm. 26 years. Nobody's friendly. Really, yeah, because you were friendly since I worked by this morning. Oh, you yeah, were friendly, not, that's, that's the best way to be. Friendly and happy, man. That's the best way to be. man. You know, enough things going on in this world, man. You got to be happy, man. There's a lot of you know, chaos out here. People driving, you get the uh, what do you call that stuff? People driving, you get, get mad at you. You got a lot of road rage, road rage.
3: Matter of fact, I've seen road, road rage right at that intersection.
4: I see it all the time. I could be sitting on the porch, I could hear people get out the car. Hey, man, don't be making me wait. You wait, you know, stuff like that. Now, why are they such a rush? I have no idea. That's just the world we live in. Nobody has patience. This world consists of patience it's just and just being nice. A lot of people can't do neither one of those. So
3: now in front of your
4: house, they have the new
3: bike lane. They yeah. haven't put the rubber duckies up yet, you know, where they're going to have the poles to yeah. separate it. Yeah. What have you noticed with the bike lane Are people using it?
4: The so people are using it, but the drivers are still considering this as a two lane street. Yeah. So it's not of accidents happening over here. People are not obeying the lanes. You got uh, people just still doing the two way traffic when it's supposed to be one way. Like so I think any way.
3: day now they're going to have those poles like across oh, the, the street. Right
4: yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah. think
3: that'll change or you think they'll
4: hit the poles? I think I it, it's going to cause more accidents than anything else. I'm being honest. Because I saw like six accidents. They just did this over. Nobody has a better view than you because you're like this. Bam. Bam. So nobody like, um. when they turn this to one lane, really, mm-hmm. sir, it's a lot of accidents, especially on this interception right here. I told the cops about it one day. They told me to call the engineer to have it I'm not calling to an engineer. They have Sir, if you look up the uh, traffic, traffic, it's an accident out here every week. Every week. Last accident happened over here, a little baby got hurt, mm. and a lady got hurt. A mother, mother and a baby got hurt. So, what would you do if you were in charge? Would I'll would put, take... put street humps. Street humps. Yep, to, to, to slow them down. And they have to slow them down. Because so this little sort of sign like they started it directs your mileage. Yep, that doesn't do anything but make you go faster. Oh, it's funny. I go slow when I go to that.
3: Well, you do, but you're another <laughs> kid on my bike. I'm slow to begin with. Yeah.
4: <laughs> yeah. When you're over fifty, you, you respect stuff like that. Over six. But when you're over fifty, and when you're younger than fifty, that right there makes the kids go, "Let me go faster." That's just how it is. I see it all the time, sir. All the time. This thing here is not good. The uh-huh. One lane because it's too much. It's too much uh, traffic. So a lot of people still treat that as a two lane street.
3: Mm-hmm. Let me. Do you have a favorite like? Uh, p- sports team, or music, oh, yeah. or you follow I, it. I hate hope. to
4: say this, but don't you laugh say at it. me. I like it. the Washington Commanders. Oh, my God. The Washington God. Commanders? Yeah, I like them. Yeah. What do you like? Why do you like, them? I like them, I like them. them? I like them since the 70s. They were a really good team back in the what 70s. What were they called then? The Redskins. Red Red the Redskins, Reds. okay. Washington Redskins. Okay. So, uh, they're pretty bad. They're pretty bad, but, hey, that's my team. And I like the Yankees, <laughs> too. I was, I cried yesterday. The Yankees lost. Still got no more fingernails. My fingernails are gone. I <laughs> uh, bite my nails. watched the game last night. <laughs>
3: So they lost. So. But Aaron Judge still came through for you the other day.
4: Yeah, he yeah, did. He did. They made a couple of bad errors, man. They made some errors last night.
3: So how does it feel when the Yankees didn't make it through?
4: It felt it's really bad, man, because they had a great year. Judge had a great year.
3: See, you know, my wife felt that way about the Mets, and they collapsed at the end. They had, a, had end, a great year, too, man. But they collapsed at the end. Yes,
4: they did. They at the end.
3: So now you got the commanders. Yeah. They're coming up. How are you uh, feeling about that?
4: Nah. Uh, they're okay. They're okay. You'll stick with them. You're loyal. Oh, of course. I'm loyal. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not a uh, button runner. No. No. Oh. Think of the team you go with. Yeah, I grew up with those guys, man. So, But right now, yeah, uh, the Yankees are out. So got to push for the Next game, year. Man. Who do you like?
3: I'm loyal to my wife, so we like the Mets. I grew up watching the Jets. How about
4: football? I grew up watching the you Jets. You just start going with the Jets, man. The Jets are good, man. Yeah, they're going to 4-5-2. So you yeah, really fired. I go so. with the oh, Dallas yeah. Cowboys. I, he, oh, he, way Oh my God, she's a Dallas. I, fan. I, I've been They're a Dallas, Dallas Cowboys I'm like you. Fun.
0: That's been my team for for 40 years.
4: You want to hear something funny? I was going down the street the other day. Somebody had a party with, with, with Dallas Cowboys. They do a nice. They got a nice fan base. Yeah, they have,
3: they have a real good fan here.
4: base. Their fan yeah, base shared. is awesome. They have a nice fan base.
3: And how about music or TV shows? Any favorites?
4: TV shows. I like a lot of the, the, the older shows, mm-hmm. like uh, the stuff we grew up with. I like the Tim Allen show. You know Tim yep. Allen. I like yep. his shows. Um, I don't like a lot of older shows. I don't like too much of the new shows. All the crime shows. Uh, nah, you gotta have this enough. Here. Yeah, nah. so, so I just stay still. Ordinary, boring guys. That's it. With a good heart. With a good heart.
3: With a good and a loyal to with your friendly. Teams. Friendly. Friendly and and team. Friendly
4: and loyalty team. Babs, did you have any questions for us? Say goodbye. No, no I, I, it, it was so, of, so, nice so, so nice to meet you. You too. Though. First of all, Babs, where are you located? Where I, is she located? I live in new, new Haven. Ohio. Ohio. Oh, New Orleans. Okay. 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 All right. She well, looks we're familiar, but I don't think yeah, I know. everyone she knows looks Babs. Familiar, yeah, she's a person she around that. You yeah, probably
3: she know me. You <laughs> look familiar. All right. Well, Babs, thanks for having
4: us on. And it
3: looks like Bam Bam has a friend here at the park. Yeah. Is that somebody Bam Bam, Bam Bam knows every day?
4: Bam. Yeah. You want to you interview this guy, too? This guy is cool right here, man. Who is he? This, guy, this is Coach Lance. Babs, do you have time for Coach Lance? Babs, yeah, Coach come, Lance. come on. Let's rock with him. Yeah, no, we got time.
3: All right, so Coach Lance, do you see him every morning here, Patrick?
4: Yeah, he's
3: my name. Hey, Coach Lance, hey, my Coach name Coach is Ray Paul. Oh, you know who I am? I'm with Love Babs, Love Talk Radio on WNHHFM. You want to come on air and tell yeah. those Babs, you're walking your dog, what you're up to date, what the word on the street is? Well,
5: the word on the street is ah, that it's a beautiful day. There you go.
0: It's <laughs> a beautiful day. Mm-hmm. I like
5: so your hat. Day right. So every day is a beautiful day. That's the word. I'm Do doing. you start
3: the day walking your dog? I
5: start the day walking my dog.
3: And what's your dog's name?
5: My dog's name is Monkey.
3: Monkey? Mm-hmm. <laughs> How'd you, why'd you name your dog Monkey?
5: Because have you ever seen the cartoon of uh, Curious George?
3: I did. Okay. I just read it to my grandson oh, yeah, the other day. Right. They've that's updated right. him to take out the yeah. racist stuff. Yeah.
4: There you go. I forgot about that. That's right. Okay.
3: So he's named after Curious George. Well,
4: no. no, no, no.
3: Curious
5: George walked around with a monkey. Oh, right. As a dog. As a dog,
3: yeah. Oh. Yes, he
5: did. Okay. He did. And he had a Curious George dog. Uh-huh. And he walked around with the dog. So I named him Monkey.
3: And what kind of dog is Monkey?
5: Monkey is a silky terrier.
3: And so, what are you up to today, Coach Lance?
5: I'm. I'm I'm, retired. I'm not up to nothing. nothing.
3: Just doing the morning dog walk.
5: <laughs> my morning dog walk. I'm a disabled vet. Huh? Where did you serve? Where? Yeah. Where did I serve? I served in...
3: No, military service.
5: Mill- Army.
3: Uh-huh. And where were you stationed?
5: Vietnam. 16 wow. months. I'm a DAV. What's a DAV? A disabled vet.
3: Okay. And where were you a coach?
5: I'm here. For what sport? Baseball. And who did you coach? Team? I, I coached all the schools. Mm-hmm. In other words, when the school is school out, all the coaches send their kids to me for the summer. Mm-hmm. And I coach them up and get them ready for baseball.
3: That's how you became Coach Vance? No, I became Coach Lance because that's Vance. all I've been doing. Oh,
5: you've been doing it for years. I'm i in I've, I've my 54th. I just retired. I've been a for 54 years.
3: And what was the league called?
5: The league, well, it's
3: a different league.
5: but the uh, but my kids are called oh, you the know
4: rookies. About yeah. Okay. yeah.
5: My kids are called the rookies. Uh
3: huh. And was that your full-time job? Did you have another job over the years? Oh yeah, I was a cop. You were a cop.
4: Yeah,
5: I was a cop. for New Haven. No, I was for South Carolina. I'm originally from South Carolina. I was the fifth black black trooper that was in the state.
3: Fifth black trooper in South Carolina. Yeah. And when did you move up here?
5: I moved with God. I've been a kid now. Oh, uh, almost 40 years.
3: So you were a trooper in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And what brought you up here? So many people come from South Carolina. Well,
5: what brought me up here because uh, I have a irregular heartbeat, Uh-huh. And I had to get out the force.
3: hmm 40 years ago. Yeah. And you've over,
5: been... Over 40.
3: Years and you've been now. disabled. Have you had other jobs besides like coaching the last 40 years?
5: Oh, yeah. I'm,
3: yeah.
5: It's just... Uh, I've been... Uh, I've been, been coaching. I've, I've coached all my life. hmm and so um, I'm 73, mm-hmm. and I've been coaching for 54 years. So that tells you how long I've been coaching.
3: What have you learned as a coach? What's your important lesson you to give the next person who's going to be a coach or a ball player?
5: Well, you have to be you have to be understanding for one thing, and and everybody is not the same, mm-hmm. and you have to treat people just as you want to be treated. You have to. Be, demand certain things and the more people more kids kids can tell one thing young people can tell one thing I put it this way. If you phony or if you for real, they can tell it. They'll pick up on it just like that. And in my fifty second year, uh I got an award for coaching. And there was some kids who came out. We were looking for about uh, two people. But a whole bunch of people showed up. A whole bunch. And one of the kids said he wasn't our coach. He was our father.
3: Never forgot that. And I know we'll forget that. Lance, last, last night, talking about baseball, I was upset to see the Yankees knocked out. Did yeah. You, yeah. You, were you
4: watching? He, no, he a mess. He's, he's a foster best guy. Um, I was so he was I, I already told him they <laughs> <you, laughs> were going to be. Were you always... watching the game? Yeah, I watched the game. He liked to see them. He, so he's, he's a, <laughs> a red man. manager. So you know he was uh, laughing at my team. That's okay. We'll get him next see, year.
5: See, I, I told him. Houston, I kept telling everybody, you got to get past Houston. Yes. And nobody wanted to believe me. Nobody gets confused. Huh? Philly's gonna get him. Nah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna be tight between them I and Philly. He's get
3: him. Well, as coach, well, he's the coach, right? So he has some insight, right? So what <laughs> do you know is the coach is going to happen the next round?
5: It, it's going to be a tight game between them and, and between Houston and Philly. I Philly, it, it this is gonna go not seven? I think it's gonna go six
2: mm-hmm.
5: because Houston, uh, Houston got the pitches. Houston got good pitching. Mm-hmm. They pitching this outstanding. Uh
3: Philly's got the hitting, right?
5: Philly got hit. It, hit uh, got some hitting. And uh it's gonna go seven games. That's that's, that's it's gonna go seven. seven. Coach
3: Coach Lance said it's gonna go seven.
5: Seven or six
3: games. And you're gonna watch all seven. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Babs, I love baseball. Babs do you have any final questions for Coach Lance? No, or I
0: I thank you for your time. It's so nice to see y'all out this morning.
3: Yeah, the rain let up. So thanks
0: for joining us, Patrick and Lance on
3: so back to Babs at WNHH's Love Babs, Love Talk.
0: Thank you, you Paul. I appreciate love uh, word on the street. It's good.
2: I can't. See, right, I can't up?
0: wait to see what you do tomorrow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty damn good. Have a good day. Boy, Harry, that was great. I like having word on the street uh come back. That was nice. I tell you. Uh, having a dog could get you out on the street. If you if you are sedimentary, a dog will get you up and out because you gotta walk a dog. They need to be walked. And uh and you and they gotta be walked a couple of times a day. So I love that these and I'm and I love that. Now now I'm gonna call that. That plot of land, the island, <laughs> right there on uh, at uh, out there at uh, Edgewood by the park, big plot of land. So, thank you, Paul. That was kind of cool. I hope we keep keep it up. It's amazing who you'll see on your walk way on your way to work <laughs> as you're walking. This town is so full of interesting people. So, in you, a minute, you know,
6: Paul. Paul is um. A new word on the street reporter.
0: Is he? He's
6: <laughs> he, gonna take he, it on. He's gonna do it when he can. So okay. I know you put All pressure right. on him. He said you can't wait till you see him tomorrow. He's like, Oh my god, I gotta do this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure.
0: Whenever you whenever you feel like it, you do whenever you feel like it. You know, you know, I'm not the boss of Paul. <laughs> I am not the boss of him, Harry. So he can do it whenever he feels like it. That's all I'm saying. It's just nice having word on the street. And to see those uh those those brothers out there this morning walking their dogs.
6: So I am here. You just can't see me because my camera won't activate. So okay. I'm in the studio. Are you in New Haven? Yeah, I'm in New Haven because we were starting the new morning show.
0: Oh, did it start?
6: Yeah, it started this morning. Oh, how'd it go? Uh, a lot of uh, hiccups in okay. the start. But uh, we I think it'll be good for tomorrow. Okay. Do they actually come
0: in studio to do their show? They,
6: they come in the studio. So it's me training them to um, actually do it on their own, you know? So, oh, okay. Well, solo, because I can't be here every morning at 6. No
0: way. What time do they start?
6: They start at 7.
0: To what, nine? So, yep, seven to nine. Okay. Well, so, it's a huge commitment. Every single day?
6: Every single day, and I'll be here for, you know, today and tomorrow. But then after that, you know, it'll be them on their own trying to figure it out. So All
7: right. All go.
0: going to pray and, for and, you
6: know, and you know, Vaz, being in the studio, how many things could go wrong. Oh. <laughs>
0: God bless them. Okay. All right. And they're gonna have guests or are they just gonna do a uh basic morning show kind of format?
6: It's a they they will occasionally have guests, but um it's just basically a regular morning show pro um, setting. So Okay. Just them too.
2: All right. I
0: have to tune in and listen. I yeah. I I forgot, but I will tune in tomorrow. And listen to what they what they got going on, y'all. Is it Candelaria in the morning?
6: What is it? Well, it's good morning with Jose. He changed the name. Jose oh, Antonio. Okay. Jose Antonio. I don't know why he did that, but
2: Who?
0: So it's
6: good morning with Jose Antonio. He's using his first and middle name. So good morning with Jose Antonio featuring Marcy Lynn.
0: Okay. So. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we we are gonna take a break and then we're gonna come back because I've got New Haven's finest coming up, and I'm excited because I have three artists. Um uh uh Jalen, Jacques or Jackie, and uh uh Yasandra. And uh they're going to come on and talk about what the showcase will mean for them on uh, when, they're, when they're doing it. So I'm excited. Uh, I think November 4th, that's when they are, the showcase happens. And uh, they're going to come on and uh, talk about this. So, I mean, November 5th, I'm sorry. November 5th. At the Schubert, they get to be on the big stage. So, you know. I'm looking forward right. to talking to them. So, All right, Hi, so, so you're, li- you're listening we'll
6: to back. Love Bad's Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, your home for community radio. And we'll be right back with uh, who are the guests again? <laughs>
0: um, New Haven's finest who artist. Have finest.
6: There you go. <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Once again, you're listening to Love Baz Love Talk on WNHH LP 103.5 FM, your home. So the radio. I just Radio. to get you,
2: and I know it's
7: together so they all can see that we've come to fight it
2: dance all night. I-
7: balls, cause my life tried to flip, it didn't get tall, In a pearly white, it's time to floss, yeah. got top done, counted the calls, everybody knows that you will going to get her, seven with her. a smile as you earned your cheddar, worked real hard, and who could do better than you, Bob, we got through the week, I didn't even trip when we did speak, yo, I'm JK, and I'm doing my thing, Whoa. with my big six, seven, six, seven, eight, 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 eight,
2: eight,
6: Ace Livingston
4: and you're listening to 103.5 FM W N H H. And
2: when
7: About love, but it's not Cause you didn't check in his baggage He had cash and he really looked hot This song could be about your happiness But you're so focused on his bait You're gonna let a good catch get away This song could be about how we first met but how are we going to reminisce when you haven't got over it yet? This song could be about what you're searching for. You're looking all over town and I'm knocking on your front door. Just to- About our wedding day. But you just had to go to see him. That decision left me in dismay. This song should be about when I got your call. Saying you weren't ready for marriage, that you couldn't come at all. This song should be about. Then it's so bad when he heard you. I was there to dry your tears. This song came out. How I felt around. See, I came to my senses. Holding my feet back on the ground. Some could be about us
2: But it's not
7: They want more fellas to get on the floor. But somebody screams, it's got to be j on the scene. You know that I'm a party fiend, so of course I stay dressed. Don't take a barn you, yes. No, I have to impress. Can't come with nothing less than on the gusto. Cats won the battle, but they don't know just which way I flow. You might be right, don't you know that my game is tight? you're right in my sight let believe all the hype we're gonna rock tonight Yo. you got too much it's up to the dance floor you got all these shorties and they're all screaming more you got so much that they want to show you I want you to think that they Up to the dance floor, you got all these fellas and they're all looking for just the right girl. But they wanna to you, want you to think that they know you. The after party, sitting in VIP, and everyone's eyes on me. But I wonder who is she? No doubt the baddest shawty Then she walked right past me. She goes to dance. Girl has got me in a trance I don't want to lose my chance Will I back out? No, I'm just gonna have to show Everyone how hard I go Jump to march to the floor I'm sure when I move Slowly moving closer I gotta be smooth Now she's bopping to my groove We're in the spotlight Girls and guys to the left and right Party's going on all night Call it to the morning light Met me so that I can You got too much. You talk to the dance floor. You got all these shorties and they're all screaming more. You got so much that they wanna show you. you want you to think that. They-
0: Second hour of love, babs, love talk. Man, we got a full house today. I am so delighted because I've got New Haven's finest in studio. Uh, also, hey Anthony McDonald, hey Azario Samuels. The Schubert people were in the house with them. How are y'all doing?
8: Recovering from a long weekend.
0: <laughs> well, you had Ailey, My Fair Lady. LA, like, what? What? What are y'all not doing over at the Schubert?
8: That's a great question. Are we 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 trying to cover it
0: all. Well, I, I'm excited about this showcase. So somebody, so Azaria, Anthony, tell me, how did y'all come up with this showcase, and and what what is it designed to do? And then we're gonna talk to these beautiful artists. Uh, well, I
8: think I'll, I'll take it away first. Um, over this past about 19 months and since I've been in this community now, you know, I've talked to a lot of different artists and a lot of artists has kind of told me how the the Schubert felt like it was at times like this kind of like far away place that wasn't for them for some reason, you know, they kind of always felt like they had to, uh, if they wanted to perform on the stage have to buy their way onto the stage and like, you know, rent our facility. And that wasn't always a, a feasible, affordable thing to do because we're not a small space and we have union staff that, provide top quality professionalism backstage, but that comes with a price that sometimes can be a little bit out of some people's reach. Uh And so I just kind of kept hearing this from different artists from different parts of the community. And I was just like, you know what, this can't be okay. What can we do? And so, you know, talking with the team, we just finally kind of realized that at the end of the day, while we, we are not producers of sort, we can produce an event in our own space where we bring together the community as far as really bringing some of the finest artists in our community, because the whole point is we live in a city that actually has a lot of talented people amongst us where we don't need to go to New York to find them. We don't need to go to LA or some other part of this country to bring people in every single time. We have some amazingly talented artists right amongst us in new Haven. And so the idea was, what can we then do with that? Let's try to have a celebration of that talent. And not, not just on the stage but also visual artists, restaurateurs, uh, brewery companies that are all right here in our city and so you know I kind of started talking about this with the team, we started percolating on this idea some more and Azaria then kind of took it away on then actually really going out there in the community for me and trying to find these different artists which once again while we say this is Elm City's finest, this isn't the totality of that, this is merely just the beginning, this is merely just the start of us bringing together some of the best artists in our community, and this will then continue. So those artists that are out there saying, well, what about me? You know, you didn't, you didn't find me yet. It's like, that's the key word yet. So <laughs> continue to reach out to us. Continue to let us know that you're out there so that while we continue to build this program, we can get more artists into our building that, once again, we can support and showcase them to our community.
0: Well, you know what's going to happen, right? The, November 6th, <laughs> your, your phone is going to be off the hook. And everybody's going to be like, maybe so, and that's
8: all right you know because we're not done I, I'm, I'm
0: excited this is this is like a big deal so i know yeah uh, uh yeah is it Yex? Yex has to jump off in a few minutes so i really want to make sure i get her in here to talk about what is your artistry Yex, and what what will we expect to see from you on the fifth
9: peace babs how are you doing today it is lovely to see you my dear it's good to see you too um, so, I just um, like to introduce myself in, in the regards of what I'll be doing at the Schubert um, as a poet. So, um, you know, I consider myself to be a storyteller overall, and I'll be performing twice at the Schubert um, that that night of the November 5th. Once as a solo artist, and I'll be sharing my um, poetry set with everyone, which is social justice focused. Um, it really is an expression of what it is to live and exist as um, a Black person in this nation. And I will also be um, participating in the show with a group that is known as Movimiento Cultural Afrocontinental. What they do is they teach the African presence that exists in Puerto Rico through drumming, song and dance. Um, So the founder, Kevin Diaz, seeks to be able to engage the community um, through this art um, and the revival of this art that has like, you know, been um, on a surge upwards uh, more recently, again, to kind of express how we connect to our past, our history, our ancestors, through the art of storytelling. So I really look forward to being able to come and display all these different forms of art, dancing, singing, poetry, um, on November
0: 5th. I'm looking forward to it, because you know, I've heard you. So I know how I, I, I remember seeing you how the, uh, good you are. So.
9: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I, I I remember seeing you, girl. It, I still every time I think about it, I can still feel it in my spirit. So I can't wait to see what you do on this stage on the fifth, so Jalen was yeah. did I just see uh did I just see a video of you singing somewhere? Did I just see you on a stage singing?
10: yeah, I think so I think yeah. <laughs> so
0: what, what was that like, and tell me what your your favorite kind of genre is
10: oh, um well, to answer your first question is I love being on stage um, I love performing. That's like music is my home. And,
0: yeah, I saw that because you yeah. had the crowd <laughs> rocking. So I was like, Ooh. Yeah.
10: "No, I absolutely love it. It's it's the best feeling ever." And um, um, my genre—I don't—I just love music. I don't really think there's like a genre to to categorize what I do. I love music. I sing country, rock, pop, R and B, gospel—you name it. I I just really love doing what I do. And, you know that. other people see what i do and just you know flourishing like that
0: so what what can we expect from you on the fifth like what what do you what 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 can you give us a a a little sneak peek of what music you might sing
10: yeah so you're gonna get some r&b in there it's gonna be some pop you know it might be like some trap soul vibes in there trap
0: soul vibe okay yeah
10: you know all types of things (laughs) i'm gonna have a live band with me so we're gonna try to really like uh create an atmosphere that will leave people you know happy and just feeling like they just heard some great music that's that's my job so
2: i love it
0: i love it so miss brown what talents are you bringing to the stage
11: hello hello um i am an actress uh born and raised actress (laughs) um and for the Um, For this specific event, I am going to do a monologue written by the wonderful Joy Harris from the perspective of a mother who has had a child and it was never her goal to bring children into this world. So this is her process of what it was like to raise a young Black man and raise him to be strong and actually come to the realization of the man that he actually did become based on her ethics of raising him without knowing what better was so it's a new there's a new piece um i've never seen a character like this hit the stage and i think it's really important for us to see um women specifically black women in different forms so i'm really excited for y'all to see and meet her her name is lucy guns
0: i i like the name
11: Mm -hmm. all right
0: so miss uh is it layla and what is your your artistry
12: um, so I'm also an actress. I will be um I'm so excited to be a part of this and um on November fifth I will also be doing a monologue. Um so last year in the spring, um I was working with Long Wharf Theater. I auditioned for this monologue competition called the Next Narrative Monologue Competition and um I had the pleasure of working with Jackie. She was one of my mentors mm-hmm. uh, and she helped me prepare for the regional competition at Long Wharf Theater in um whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> It was in uh late March and um uh, along with um, one of my friends Julia who's also a part of Elm, C- Elm City's finest, she she and I qualified for nationals and we had the honor of performing at the Apollo um and performing our monologues. So Um, I will be performing the same monologue that I did there. And I'm very happy to be be a part of this. So thank you. Oh, this is so exciting. So Azara, when you
0: pull all these wonderfully talented young people together and you curate a set or a show, like, how do you, how do you do this? Like, cause this is very, this is a a wide field of talent, singing and music and, and monologue and acting. And how do you curate this?
1: You know, Anthony pretty much said, run, run with it. And so <laughs> what's here? What, what what do we have? We have so much culture. We have so many talent. We have so many artists that are just hungry for stage opportunity and we finally have that opportunity it just doesn't have to be broadway it does not have to just be our rentals we want to give that opportunity too so it's exciting to see the different neighborhoods and the people that make up this city actually perform on this stage and so that comp- when you think about that that brings in so many different talents so we also have a uh, robot monster which they're a rock band and yes, so it's going kind to of be yes. exciting as well. So we bring in so many different levels. There's also Tay Fetty. His sound is amazing. He graduated from co-op and he made this song called Graduation. And it's awesome. And I mean, these these people are just so talented. And this is in our backyard. So I, I always say it. It's these hidden gems. And you think about gems. They come in different sizes. They come in different shapes. All type of stuff. So I'm excited for us to be able to do this and give them opportunity because they're talented. I cannot wait. So Anthony, it's not lost on you that they get to be on this very historic,
0: famous stage and add this to their, their body of work so that when they're out there saying, I am a professional uh, entertainer or whatever it is that they can list this as part of their work experience or their performance experience and that carries some weight and some merit i believe so and i and
8: i hope so i believe i hope and i hope that they feel the same way but in turn it's also important for us to have them on our stage as well because Oftentimes, we get to call back to saying, well, you know, Julie Andrews performed on this stage before, or Sidney Poitier performed on this stage before, Ella Fitzgerald, all these major figures in our history, well, now they're a part of that. So, as they continue to progress in their work and their artistry, one day we'll be saying, you know, would Jalen perform on this stage before, or Leela performed on this stage before, you know, that's the idea, it's really a give and take, it's not just about them had an opportunity to perform in the Schubert stage and elevating themselves, it's really also about us being able to be a part of that community and to be able to say that we have these amazing artists perform on our stage. And we were also so lucky to have them do that for that moment. And hopefully, you know, when they all become bigger and bigger and they are working with the likes of, you know, the Denzels of the world or the Neos of the world, we can hopefully call them back and say, now that you've gotten that much bigger now, come on back and don't charge you too much. another concert. Let's get you to perform another show, you know, because that's really the idea is that we are just blessed and they deserve a platform like the Schubert in their own community to be also have that opportunity to perform on this stage. And we're just happy that we can finally open up, open up those doors um, to make that happen. Make that be a reality versus just some kind of dream kind of thing. It's, it shouldn't be a dream forever.
1: So Layla,
0: Jackie, Jalen. Jill- uh, have you rehearsed on the set? Which I, I know you have. How does it feel to be up there in rehearsal and, and to sort of look out and imagine like what this night will be like? Any one of y'all
1: jump in? I won't, ju- I won't say it. they They haven't been on the stage just yet. Oh, they haven't? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. It's- <laughs> yes, yes. But I will say... Well, actually, I won't say. I'll let you all talk. Well, I will say this. It is
0: quite... I remember the first time I stepped on the Schubert stage and I I have no talent. So to step on that stage and to sort of live from the place, from that vantage point, it is breathtaking. I found it to be like, I almost fainted because I was like, oh my God, this is, this is (laughs) huge. So I don't know. Well,
11: well, I'll just tell you a quick, a quick story. So I graduated from co-op. Um, oh, that was then, almost yeah. yeah like about nine years ago and we <laughs> used the Schubert for our graduations so I was on the stage a while back um, but also the weird part about that story was after I got my diploma and I was walking down the steps I tripped and I <laughs> fell at my graduation off that Schubert stage so I'm excited to redeem myself <laughs> 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 and get back up there and actually do what I love to do.
8: Look forward to you redeeming yourself. Yes, Uh, keep that thought out your mind so you don't. You don't want to think about that and have that happen again. We don't want that.
12: No, no. Or just
8: make sure it's a part of your monologue that uh, you just have to just fall over somewhere real quick. (laughs) That child just
11: got to go with it. Go with it. Don't (laughs) break character.
8: You know.
0: So so, talk to me. uh, Since y'all have not rehearsed on the stage yet, talk to me about the kind of time that you put in and the work that you do already for your talent and and how what does that look like in your lives
12: um well I'll just I'll just speak a little bit about my process and it's something that Jackie actually helped me back in the spring um I well for my monologue in particular I sort of have to I have to really get into character because my monologue it's about a mother who um works at a gun factory and her son is on a hunger strike against gun violence and school shootings. And I mean, obviously I'm a teenager, I'm not a mother, so it's a little bit hard to get into character sometimes, but what I, what I have to do is I really have to ground myself and do these exercises and and kind of try to put myself in her shoes. And, um, I, I think that's kind of what helped me get into character in terms of processes. So, yeah. Jalen.
10: Um, I I pretty much like. Rehearse twenty four seven just with the with the mindset that there is an opportunity going to come through, and uh, I'm pretty blessed to have opportunities come. And uh, so every week I have vocal lessons. I have band rehearsals, I have, like, artist development. And things Are like you a that.
0: student? I hope you're not a student anymore. No, Are I'm you not, graduated?
10: I, yeah, I graduated. I'm, like, full-time. Like, How's is he
0: doing all this?
10: <laughs> yeah, no, it, gets, it gets uh a little hectic, but, like, I wouldn't want to do anything else, so, like, I've been I've been preparing for this, so I'm very excited to do this show, and uh, I've been, right now, I'm not singing much so that I can make sure that I'm doing my best then, but I'm definitely rehearsing, definitely practicing, and just getting in the groove.
11: Jackie? Um, For me, my process has been a lot of character development as well. Um, This woman, Lucy Guns, is very different from who I am. She's very different from who I envision myself to be once I do become a mother. So this character has stretched me in a lot of different ways. And and for me as an artist, I spent a lot of time by the water. Um, It's getting kind of cold now, but I bundle up and I still (laughs) go spend some time by the water. Um, It's just something about seeing the freeness of how water flows that reminds me to just flow in my process to not get so caught up in the technicalities of it. Cause again, like I love what I do. I wouldn't want to do anything else. So me, I don't want to restrict myself in any way. I want to breathe life into this character. I want this character be, to be seen. I don't want myself on that stage. You know, it is me, but I am just a vessel. I am a storyteller. So and that's I a part it. of my work is to just get me out of the way. So, so Lucy can, can speak.
0: I love it. So Zarya, tell me, um, this is November 5th. Are, are there tickets for sale? Like how do people, how do people come to this?
1: Yes. So this is November 5th and that's a Saturday. So for all of you that was wondering, it is a Saturday. It's going to be good Saturday, we call it. And so tickets are $25. You can go online. You can go through Instagram. You can find us through Facebook. You can go on our website, shuber.com. So it's, we're there. If you click on Elm City's Finest, it's super easy. It'll walk you right to it. Um, and so you can get tickets there. Also, I I didn't um, speak about this earlier, but we will have visual artists a part of this uh, experience as well. And so our visual artists are the different, they're from different neighborhoods out of New Haven. So it's amazing to see this. We'll have this art exhibition. um, Creative Arts Workshop was able to really round up some artists and pull us apart with that. So that's going to be good. We have amazing uh, restaurants. We'll have some vendors in the house. So we'll have some New Havens um, uh, vendors. We'll have lots of giveaways. We'll have some goodies. So you all just have to Come and see these amazing artists, see, these, see this amazing art exhibition, and taste a little bit of New Haven as well.
0: So, Izzy, this is really um, a kind of a new concept for the Super to, to go this deep in the community. Like, that's just what it is. It's, it's <laughs> deep into community and, and showcasing our talented young people or talented folks um, on, that, on that very historic and iconic stage. So talk a little bit about um, the, the the thinking about, you know, this is, this is real community building kind of stuff. Well, you know, and,
8: well that's the whole point. We're part of this community. You know, the Shewood has been now in this community for 107 years, and it's only survived because the community has supported it. And even one of the first things that I did when I came last March was that I put on that Uh, COVID-19 vaccination clinic at the Schubert, because it really is about at times what can we give back to the the uh, community. Yes, we can sell tickets and yes, we can ask for their money every single time. But at certain points, we always have to also think about what can we do to give back. And it's not just solely a transactional experience where you simply just give us your money, we're happy, and you're hopefully happy. We have to do things differently at times as well to make sure that folks really understand that this is not just a one-way street, that the Schubert, in order to be another 10, 20, 30, 40 years, we got to also find ways to continue to bring artists, bring the community in the building. You know, and one of those things that we do in a small way, in a way, is even the Free Family Fun Day, which is coming up on the 29th, where it's, once again, it's free. It's about the families. It's about kids coming into the building, wearing their costumes, getting candy, (laughs) getting a whole big tour of the Schubert. And it's not just for families or kids, you can come to adults. Uh, But the idea is we do these kinds of events to really just bring folks into the building to allow them to experience us in different kinds of ways because we can't survive without the community around us. You know, and that community is white people, black people, Latino people, Native American, everybody in between. That's the community of New Haven. And that's why we're so blessed to have this diversity in our community. And I do hope that folks come to this event and realize and see that diversity in all the different facets of this day. Um, It's it's really something that's, like I said, I'm I'm really thankful that even the city of New Haven as well helped us put this together with some funding. Um, With some ARPA money to then the city of New Haven had funding that they were able to then find and, and provide to us. You know, this really is a celebration at the end of the day of the best folks New Haven has to offer, some of the best folks. And we'll continue to, like I said, build upon that in uh, months and years to come.
0: So, so artists, um, does this help build your fan base? Have y'all started building a fan base? Cause I know all y'all are on social media at some point somewhere. I know y'all got reels and TikToks and all of that. Does this help build your, your fan base and, and, and how, how does that, what does that look like?
10: Uh, I think so. I think, uh. I think any chance that you get to share your, your art with people, um, whether it's two people or 2000 people, it's a, it's a chance to expand and a chance to grow and to touch. I think that's the most important thing is going in with the mindset to touch people and like to, to, to leave an impact more than like gain a supporter because that kind of comes with it. You know what I mean? Like the more you touch people, the the support naturally comes. So uh this is definitely an opportunity to, you know, grow and gain and, and and to touch people in a positive way and you know, so for sure, yeah, I think so.
1: Jackie, Layla? Um I agree.
11: <laughs> um personally, uh I feel like in in terms of uh, exposure is always good. Like the more people who, who know you, who see you will he will become a part of your story. And I think just as an artist, like that is, that's part of the journey that I love the most is the places that my artistry, the doors that it is opening, the places. Like I remember being so scared to even take on theater performance as a major in college because, you know, the stigma of you're not gonna work. You're not gonna make a living doing this. And I'm actually doing it, you know? And I think that's also a part of what is Uh, revolutionary about this, this event itself is that we are getting to show people that when you go for your dreams, things like this actually do happen for you.
0: So Jackie, um, before I jump over to Layla, so Mm -hmm. do you feel encouraged that you see so many actresses, actors of color in major films, on Broadway, in coffee houses, like you're seeing way more uh, women of color Uh, doing this very work does that does that encourage you does that give you much more hope about this work
11: yes yes it does it does encourage me and it allows me to see myself doing that um I actually you know after like I haven't been able to see Woman king yet but i'm hearing such great
2: things oh, it's about amazing. it
11: i know it is i'm so excited but um just seeing like the trailer and just seeing that that's a show that's a movie that has been made i have wanted to play a role like that right but i've never seen us in a role like that so to be able to know that that is an option now is something that like gives me, gives me chills. And I want to then for myself begin to lay the foundation for those to come after me of like, what is it? What are the things that I can do that will be that inspiration for someone else? You know? So yes, it is. It's definitely been great to see Regina King. I love her. She has a large resume. She's one of the people that I, I have been following for a long time. Yes
0: so Layla you so this is a uh I mean you're you're just kind of starting out in this in this theatrical game um and so do you do you feel like this is a good opportunity for you to start building a uh a tried and true fan base Um, besides your mama in there you know what (laughs) I mean
2: like (laughs)
12: uh yeah no going off of both Jalen and Jackie I think uh being able to connect with an audience and and move them in that way I think that is that's the most like important part for me as an actor, like that moment when you're on stage and you're, you're just truly just present in the moment. I think that's what I look forward to the most. And I think um, supporters come along with that uh, along the way, like once you connect with them in that way. But I am I am really very grateful to have like my friends and family who support me and who support my art. So yeah, I'm very grateful.
0: I love it. So have y'all started talking about this? to your friends and family and your networks and your communities? Have you, and, and what do they say? I
10: definitely have. They're excited. I got some <laughs> people coming through my family. Uh, I don't always get to perform in Connecticut. So every time I get the chance to, I like, I want my family to come. I just like, I really want them to see me do what I do live. So my family's going to be in the building. I'm excited for that.
2: Jackie.
11: I dropped it in the group chat as soon as the flyer came out and, you know, people are buying their tickets. Uh, yeah, definitely family, like for it to be in New Haven, family are coming out. My grandparents are coming. I have my fingers crossed that my grandfather comes um, because he never goes anywhere. But I feel like because it's close he has no more excuses (laughs) so yeah family and friends are definitely coming out to this event and as soon as the flyer came I'm like texting it to people I'm like hey 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 this is good this is gonna be great like if you got the time come out
2: yes you
11: too Layla
12: yeah um I'm I'm really excited that some of my family will also be able to come like some of them who weren't able to come to the um uh, national competition back in may, so i'm I'm excited to see them there and also um a lot of my friends from school who haven't seen me perform before, I think they're gonna come and I mean although that makes me kind of nervous, I am excited that they get to see everybody and it's gonna be really fun
0: so as the, you know as the as the leader of the Schubert theater, <laughs> this has gotta be kind of one of the cool things of your job to sort of create this environment. For some local artists to take on the stage,
8: it is honestly, you know, I I went to school, especially when I was pursuing my master's, in many ways to produce. You know, I saw a dearth of artists of color um, not getting an opportunity to perform on Broadway at that time in my life, and/or uh, working backstage, working behind the scenes in the admin side of things. And so I wanted to make a change. I wanted to be the, the catalyst for change so that I could see more people of color. You know, literally today I'm, I'm pretty dressed down for most days of my life, but I'm also right now supporting my, my Howard
0: Oh, you know, just just party. coming off homecoming.
8: <laughs> the know, Mecca. The Mecca of Black <laughs> education and just excellence. Oh,
1: and excuse I me, was, you cannot do that with me on the phone. Oh, <laughs> and yes, I can now. Florida A&M also had their uh, homecoming this weekend.
8: So. Oh, the Rattlers. I know the Rattlers. And that's cute, um, <laughs> <laughs> but
0: Little this is HBC what I'm talking about. You love this morning. You know, I love it. All
8: love, but we, you know, I, I grew up around that. Then while I was at Howard, and so I just wanted to make sure that somehow in my life I could provide those opportunities for other artists of color because I know how talented we are, and sometimes all we need is an opportunity to showcase that. And now that I've am in charge of this historic institution, I can hopefully now actually continue to provide those opportunities with the choices that I make with the programming that we bring to the Schubert and to our community. Um, and that's why even this weekend was a, was a great example of that. We can go from a classic musical of My Fair Lady to right into Ailey 2. You know, when, and our audiences were completely, not completely, but they were somewhat different looking. You know, but that's okay, because that's our community. We're all here. And so the fact is, it's it's long overdue for us at the Schubert to put our local talent on our stage. You know, Arts and Ideas does it quite often, especially as they expand it into the community to bring their, their uh, events into the actual physical communities. The Schubert, we can do the same thing, but it's in our own way. And this is just really the beginning of that.
0: I love it. So, Azari, I'm going to give you the last word. What, what do you want to say to the community? What do you want to say to folks who are listening in this morning and who will listen after the fact?
1: Well, I will say you ask for the Schubert to be more in your community. You ask for the Schubert to be make make better doors. Uh, make doors open, you know for people in this community and we're not cherry picking so i will say have fun come let's celebrate have a good time and let's see our community actually be on stage in this house like i said it's visual artists it's performing artists and you get to buy from a little bit of our shops and you also get to taste a little bit so it's gonna be a win-win day it's a saturday so i hope that everyone can um you know make their way on down so that's my my little bit there and i thank you babs cuz let's not forget you will be our mc for this so we are blessed and we're excited <laughs> okay we know you will bring us to life so I, can- I am
0: so looking forward to this because i love performance i love performance and you have such such a lovely mix of 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 artists like I don't think I've ever seen this many artists in one place on one stage and one night. It's just an amazing um, opportunity for them. And I want to see them rise and, and I so appreciate y'all opening these doors like that because it hadn't been done. So, <laughs> so the fact that Thanks it's being for done for is, for it. it's amazing. So, so good luck, Jackie, Jellin, Layla. Um, and yes, um, um, I look forward to seeing y'all. Uh, on the 5th and uh, I appreciate your time this morning and we're going to spread this far and wide so that people can come and enjoy y'all and your artistry thank y'all this morning this was good, good, not a good start to my day <laughs> Man,
8: thank you Babs
0: thank you so much Anthony I will see you in these art streets
8: <laughs> yes you will
0: <laughs> go fam go Howard
8: <laughs> Hate you.
0: Hate you. Take good you care, know. y'all.
8: <laughs> Thank
2: you.
0: All right, Harry Jones, we are on our way out. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Tomorrow, I got guests every day this week, people. So it's going to be good stuff every day this week. So. Tomorrow, I got the links because uh, the links, the sisters of the links. So they'll be they'll be my guests tomorrow, talking about their upcoming gala, which I will be going to right after I get off the stage from the Schubert with this wonderful New Haven's finest. So I'll see y'all tomorrow. Y'all be safe and tune in at seven o'clock for uh um uh for the for the new morning show that we're doing. So tune in and and check them out and support them. I'll see (laughs) y'all. We'll right